Monday, August 30, the 242nd day of 2021. There are 123 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Lakeville's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Day number 16 of Where's Quacking. And we will also give you a chance to win with the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. He is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. We ran into someone uh, on Saturday who said they expected your hair to be a lot bigger since it was you were always <laughs> rolling Mach 9 with your hair on yes. fire. It's like, no, this is just the, the normal just, hair. Yeah, it, it still burns is, at the same level. Yeah. Uh, it uh, Also, your snack mom day today. Yes, uh, I'm so excited. You got to be snack mom. Yes. Felt like a sense of purpose. So, yeah. uh, Alea's classroom, uh, and I understand they have snack options. What are their options today? Well, so I bought the big box of the uh, snacks chips. Yeah. And then she has, I told her, unicorn mm-hmm. rice, rice crispy treats, right. but they're actually birthday cake. Okay, rice, well, I, yeah. yeah, it's start, but, similar. Right. They're in the so, similar yeah. vein. I sent both, right. and I'm super excited. Yeah, I know. You're like, hey, it's my <laughs> snack day. I have something something out of the ordinary to do. It's like going on a field trip or something. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Miami. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. It's definitely a Monday. <laughs> Your football game yeah. ran over into my 60 minutes last night, is how I knew that uh, what happened with the Bengals late. They were scrambling down the field, trying to tie the game late in their exhibition game against the Dolphins. Yeah, but- Bengals fans are mad that they went for the win. I'm like, it's preseason. I was surprised they, I was surprised they didn't try the field goal at the end. No, yeah. I'm I'm 100% fine uh going for it. You know what? It doesn't mean anything at all. Go for it. Go for the kill. It's preseason, it doesn't matter. No, yes, the worst correct. thing about it is Lynn Bowden wasn't even playing for the Dolphins. He's out for the year. Yeah, I know. That would have been yeah. uh, that would have been nice had he been able to do that. So, hope you had a good weekend. Going to be a busy week. We're headed into, you know, big Labor Day weekend. Lots going on. Hopefully, high school football is returning. We had a busy weekend this last weekend. Um, we uh, we were quite the social butterflies. We had two <laughs> engagements, one Saturday and one yesterday. We started on Saturday. We were uh, blessed to be invited to uh, Misty and Jason Thomas's uh, 25th uh, wedding anniversary vow renewal at their home, and so it turned out to be just a, a beautiful evening, and uh, it was a it was a beautiful event. Sprinkled just a little bit, but I had my umbrella insurance in my hand, and right as the ceremony began, the sun came out, and it was just uh, it was beautiful. So it was g- nice. good to see them. Want to say congratulations on a great event. And then uh, yesterday we got to celebrate the 40th birthday of Mama Carla. So we uh, there was an event down on Nolan Lake for uh, Mama. Well, we we call her Mama Carla. The rest <laughs> of you know her as as Carla Meredith. Uh, she turned forty yesterday, so she's forty and fabulous. And I, I gotta say, it was a great. It was hot. Ooh, oh, it was hot down goodness. on the lake. Uh, kind True. of. I'm melting. Yeah. But it was uh, it was a it was a nice event. 
some good entertainment. And it, I don't know if you feel this way, honey, but I was also, it, it kind of, um, you know, our relationship with Alea, one of the things it has done is obviously it's provided us with a daughter, but it's also provided us with extended family members that we didn't have Absolutely. until a few years ago. And so it was just kind of nice to see Listen, when I see, see them. Carla's mother, mm-hmm. that is mammal to me. I'm like. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so anyway, it's a nice event. Them. Busy weekend started. Uh, it, it was it was hot. Did I mention it was hot? It was it, so hot. It, it was hot. And it's going to be a little more mild if we can get through the next couple of days. Uh, we'll see remnants of now tropical storm Ida moving uh, into the Ohio Valley, and it's going to impact us starting later tonight. And then tomorrow just going to be a complete and total washout, but uh, we're going to see some heavy rain. I saw some forecasts, some some uh, precipitation forecasts, and that area, if you come up through Ohio County and then kind of bank off to the northeast into Breckenridge County, they're in that maybe two to five inches of rain because the, the path of the storms is going to come through there and then bear off and track the Ohio River, and it's going to be uh, problematic. So there's going to be a flash flood watch for Kentucky counties for tomorrow and in to Wednesday, but again, we'll see precipitate. We could see some precipitation middle of this afternoon, but in earnest, about nine o'clock tonight is where the hourly says it'll pick up. And just tomorrow, just be prepared. Tomorrow, uh, I know they're calling it an eight and ten. I I think it's more here in Grayson County. It's a ten out of ten mm-hmm. rain for tomorrow. I I get it that our you know our partners at at Wave they have to consider the entire region, but. Uh, I, I give it a 10 out of 10 for Grayson County tomorrow. So heavy rain in portions of today, and we'll still see a high of about 89. Tomorrow, I think we're being ambitious to estimate 75. I think 72 is likely to be the high tomorrow between Sounds the lakes. great. And then, oh, well, I mean, it'll feel great, but it won't necessarily look great because it'll just be a, it'll be a washout. And then more mild. If you can, you'll have to deal with some mud Thursday, Friday, and into Saturday. But the temperatures into the Labor Day weekend were, will be more pleasant than than they were. Uh you know, dangerous when you hear the entire city of New Orleans is without electricity. Mm. And, oh, you know, well, they have generators. Well, they, they don't have generators on everything that's necessary, and they don't have generators on their water supply or on their sewage. And so they're trying to move, uh, they were trying to move generators in to continue the freshwater supply to the people of New Orleans. But it was, um, it was extremely dangerous yesterday. The Category 4 storm hit the same date that Hurricane Katrina hit 16 years earlier, and one of the uh, highest impact, one of the most dangerous storms from a wind speed standpoint to ever come ashore in the United States. So it was, um, it it was, uh, it was not like Hurricane Harvey, where it's, it was a slow mover and it just pounded the coast, came ashore, and will make its way up through our region and be gone. But uh, we know that we have a lot of emergency crews from Kentucky that will be responding to the Gulf Coast, especially into New Orleans and trying to get their power grid back online. The winds were so strong that it was taking down transmission line towers. So it's not just neighborhood to neighborhood, pole to pole. Mm-hmm. You know, they have big transmission lines that are down. And the FEMA director there was estimating weeks, not not days, weeks. And so I don't know that it's to the, I don't know that it's 
to the level of what we saw in Haiti a couple of years ago with their infrastructure being destroyed. But when you've got transmission lines involved, obviously those are the first priority. And it's not just a simple, they're not just, you know, 30 feet off the ground and make the connections. These are towers that have to be reconstructed and then the grid established from there. So, um, you know, prayers with the people of, uh, of, of New Orleans and hopefully they can, they're, they're no strangers to these types of disasters, of course, but, doesn't make it any easier when they when they occur. The United States says that a drone strike may have injured others in a strategic uh, strike that they had executed yesterday in retaliation for losses that our American forces suffered last week at the Kabul airport. And then some rockets were launched into Kabul and into the airport area in the last 24 hours, and they were intercepted by uh, defense weapons of the U.S. military. But they have people on alert saying, you know, that the Kabul airport is going to continue to be uh, a target for people who want to do harm to people in general, but in particular Americans. So uh, just the sadness. I, well, okay, pride, uh, combination of sadness and pride, seeing the military aircraft with those 13 flag-draped coffins arriving at, uh, I guess, Joint, Air, uh, Joint uh, Base Andrews is where those photogra- uh, photographs were taken, and the the sadness of seeing those servicemen and women who lost their lives being returned to our home soil. But then around the country over the weekend where it was maybe 13 beers were set aside for, you know, in tribute, you Mm -hmm. saw these pop-up memorials at concerts. They were leaving rows of 13 seats open. And so it was nice to see that celebration uh, and those people being honored uh, but it did not make it any easier to know about the sustained loss of life for uh, military uh, servicemen and women. Now, close to home, also another dynamic event over the course of the weekend involving Owensboro Health, Twin Lakes Medical Center, uh, suffered a power outage on Saturday morning and spent the next few hours trying to estimate the what all that meant, what mm-hmm. were the true implications for the the loss of power. And, uh, you know, as you might imagine, um, based upon the, some of the research that I did, you're like me. You think, well, don't they have generators? And they do have generators. My understanding is they have generators for the most vital of equipment, um, you know, life-saving and uh, prevention of loss of life. They have those types of things. But I don't – when it came to HVAC and other maybe what normally might be considered luxuries, but when it's 90 degrees outside and they're not sure how long they would have to sustain on generator power because they weren't quite sure when power would would be restored. I don't know all of the details, but what I do know was the decision was made to go on diversion and to have the patients that they were uh, housing at uh, at Twin Lakes and have them uh, relocated, have them transferred to, I believe the the majority of them went to the uh, Owensboro Health uh, building in Owensboro itself. Now, to you and I, who uh, maybe don't do work like that on a daily basis, we think, oh, well, we, okay, they just they just transferred them, right? We have this, we kind of sit back and go, oh, well, they got they got transferred. Logistically, yeah, like twenty two <laughs> patients, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's north of it's north of twenty patients, and so 
you have to, it's kind of like uh, triage and scrambling and uh, personnel who are off duty have to get called into service. And, you know, they had other plans and you've got disaster and emergency management people who are involved because they're, you're trying to manage logistics and see who can be of help. And so I just want to say in the end, I know there were multiple, uh, multiple EMS uh, units from various agencies involved, but the majority, the biggest weight fell on Grayson County EMS because when you have to transport or transfer patients, it's in there in the underlying. It's the transit, right? It's it's the moving. So that's where the biggest burden falls is on getting those patients safely and timely relocated. Now, the evidence that I've been able to observe over the last couple of days is kudos to that community. Nothing but, I'm only seeing nothing but accolades for Grayson County EMS and the healthcare workers involved because they also transferred to the other facility. They were their patients, so they went to Owensboro to look after them. And so just the management of the thing, um, of me studying various entities from the judge executive to EMS director Kevin Ferris was just seemingly all went as smoothly as you could hope. And, um, and that made me proud that, that made me really happy to see that in that situation, people said, okay, here's what we've got to do to get the task done. So anyway, I was, it was, uh, I was, I was impressed and um, thankful that we have people willing to step up and do the work necessary. Again, like I said, you know, when you hear that, if you're, if you don't, if you don't know anything about that world, you just kind of go, okay, well, they had to transfer people. It's not that simple. No. And, and, at all. and not to mention the other communities that were willing to loan their people Even and like their as far assets. away as Todd County, I think I read. Yeah. And well, if, and there, if you need us, then we'll be here to help. But what does that help? What does that do to Todd County, right? If they, mm-hmm. if, or Breckenridge County, or so my point is just not as simple as making the decision to do it there are other things that you have to consider when when doing that so anyway i just thought it was a and it's not just as simple as loading someone up in a different ambulance to transfer them all their charts their records their medications there is so much that right. goes mm-hmm. into the care of the patient that is being transferred. Also, in this case, I, I again, I don't know the level of sophistication of, but you just say, let's let's go old timey. Well, old timey, you know, there was a chart, and that patient's chart was there. But in an electronic world, in a digital space, where how many of your resources are on backup and how many of them are not. And so there are just there again. I just go back to it's not just as simple as going. Well, we need to move them. <laughs> you have to you have There's to move lot, everything. So a lot of the good yeah. news is, I think at seven a.m. today, it was published that they said they would resume normal operation at seven a.m. this morning. Well, I don't think it's. I, I, my guess is, if you walk in the building and you're a member of the team, it's anything but normal today mm-hmm. because you're recovering from. A, I mean, what I would consider a not. A catastrophe in the way wild of, weekend, but it well, yeah, you're just going okay. Things are this is not your typical Monday, but they're trying to get back online and they'll do the best that they can to get through it. And again, I just uh, have a sense of pride for the way that it was handled and what they were able to 
to do, especially when you read headlines that say more and more Kentucky hospitals are facing critical staffing shortages, not because of COVID, because of people choosing to do other things. They say, I'm not, you know, I've just, I've been exposed. I got to do something else. I'm fatigued. I'm worn out. My mental health, et cetera. People choosing to do different things. You've got the traveling nurse programs where they're paying high wages to people who are willing to go other places for periods of time, which is then taking available personnel from their individual communities. And so on a weekend like this, where you're already probably at a deficit, for personnel, it makes it even more impressive. Schools are facing the same thing. I'm reading more and more school systems that can't even fill. They don't have enough substitute teachers. They don't have agreements with enough people to serve as subs to fill in for the quarantines or the vacancies or the illness that are suffered among our school teachers. And so I think Letcher County was maybe the most recent, but uh, close to home, Edmondson County is out of school, uh, out of class this week. We've seen Breckenridge County. It was out last Thursday and Friday. I think there, I read this morning as many as 13 school systems who have had to uh, do some type of something different to try and um, uh, combat. Yeah, I mean, it just it's on all fronts, seemingly. The Sicilian Bank is warning residents about a scam involving a mailer. Uh, if you receive a mailing claiming to be from the Sicilian Bank, similar to the ones that, uh, if you're watching, you can see, or you can see at K105.com, it's not. A, if there's a real small footnote at the bottom in the fine print, says not affiliated with or endorsed by a bank or lending in- institution. Best just throw these away. Just yes. do what I do. I just throw direct mail away anyway. It's like, meh. I don't. If you really need to get in touch with me, you got you know how to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my thing. Now, there have been times I've thrown away something that probably I needed to look at, but <laughs> if the majority of it is junk, the, I'm not going to find the needle in the haystack, but it's just one of those things. Uh, on Friday after the show, we learned it, Friday, Friday afternoon's news cycle is often what I call take out the trash day because mm-hmm. they're hoping that the news cycle will be so short and people are worried about the weekend they don't they don't pay uh, any attention to what's going on. But Chris Mack, uh, the Louisville basketball coach, will serve a six-game unpaid suspension, about, what, $200,000, Sam? 210 210 yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, Dino Gaudio mm-hmm. got, a, what, a $10,000 fine mm-hmm. for his... And a year probation or 10-year probation yeah. or something. So Chris Mack recorded Dino Gaudio. Mm-hmm. Dino Gaudio went... And he got in trouble for extortion, mm-hmm. attempted extortion, and his punishment is $10,000, but the guy that he was trying to turn in, he has to pay $210,000. <laughs> Something about that that math doesn't quite, I guess it's humoring me is the point. But more importantly, today, there is a meeting scheduled with um, the Louisville men's basketball community including maybe as many as 70 former players who have grievances about the program that and where it stands as of today, including some of the most recent things involving Chris Mack. Vince Tyre will be involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say kudos to Pre- uh, President Ben DePuty mm-hmm. for understanding there's a problem and bringing people together to say, let's hear your concerns and what do we need to do that is that is differently. Um, 
if you have a degree from U of L, this smear on the program has has tarnished it at some level. It's it, it's this ongoing sustained problems that the program is causing that I would imagine anybody who cares anything about the university would hope would be addressed. And so I hope good things grow out of it. I don't know. Do you? I think Chris Mack is not the long term coach at U of L. I, I will be surprised if they can turn the corner on this with the lineup that they have, especially when some of the team members know now that Chris Mack wanted to pull their scholarships at the end of last season. Isn't it hard to come back from that, Sam? Yeah, I don't. This entire situation, it's like, I guess if you're a UK fan, you'll say it's the gift that keeps on giving. But it's just, in a lot of ways, you almost start to just feel bad for the true U of L basketball fans that are out there that you know are, are really diehard fans because they can't catch a break with any of this. It seems like right when they're going to turn the corner, you you know, uh, with uh, I mean, you can even go back to the mid two thousands with Rick Pitino in in the restaurant, the Italian restaurant. It right. just was one thing after another, and it seems like once the, they think the corner is going to turn, it doesn't. And it's something else pops up. So uh, I guess now it's just getting to the point where they're thinking, what's next? That's me. I, I have a couple of years ago, I reached the I feel bad for them. I like mm-hmm. the rivalry. I want them to be good. And by the way, a good U of L is better for the state. You mm-hmm. know, the university, all those things, it, it, it benefits Kentuckians when they are operating at a high level. But I like the rivalry. Mm-hmm. But it's not currently a rivalry. And I am happy for the Daryl Griffiths of the world who care about the legacy of that program that they're going to be able to be heard and say we've got to have a different outcome than what we've had the last few years so i don't you know i don't know what will grow out of it but i think it's a good first step and again credit to president ben Deputy for saying hey we got a problem we got to figure this out uh saturday night the nascar regular season came to an end ryan blaney was sort of last man standing after a big uh, pile up on the final lap in overtime they had a big wreck that uh, cleared out a lot of the contenders and ryan blaney just kind of made his way through it better i watched than anybody one else. lap of this race i turned it on right when this happened the final lap that's the only <laughs> thing i that. saw and then this headlight uh headline kind of delighted me in uh, mashfield wisconsin backseat cows were spotted in a wisconsin mcdonald's drive-through lane a visitor to McDonald's drive-thru in Wisconsin captured a video of an unusual sight. A cow riding in the back seat of a car. I love it. Uh, Jessica Nelson said she was in the line at a drive-thru at Marshfield Restaurant when she spotted what she initially thought was a fake cow in the back seat of another car. But she got her uh, phone out and started recording. And she noticed the cow was moving and was very much real. And... Come to find out, there were two more. There were a total of three (gasps) cows that the new owner had bought at the state fair or some type of livestock fair, and they were hauling them home. So there was a reason they were there. I would so do that. Yes, you would do that. (laughs) But what I thought was funny is the new owner was probably saying, all right, cows, here's what happens to cows that are bad. You end up being on a quarter pounder. So you all be good. But anyway, I thought they were cute. So good luck. We're going to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. When I was younger, so much younger than today, I never needed help in any way. But now those days are gone. So sad for sure. 
today is Motorist Consideration Day. Right. I'll consider you if you're driving too slow. <laughs> consider passing you. <laughs> What's the matter? You get well, pa- you no, get passed I sometimes. Believe, uh, uh, yes, <laughs> I get passed more than sometimes. Okay. Uh, it is well, all. Don't drive slow in the left lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not a left lane driver. She knows better than that. Yes, I do. It's Slinky Day today. The Slinky was designed in the 1940s. It is also Toasted Marshmallow Day today. Good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Classic. I'm, be, I'm I'm pretty particular probably about my toasted marshmallow. It's got to be. What color does a particular, it need to be? A particular way. It's got to be gooey on the inside, and it's got to be just a little bit brown on the outside. I'm probably with you. You don't, don't need like one a year. You're not one of the that, ones that that sticks it in the fire, lights it on fire, and lets it cook like that. I like to, to do that nice for fun, black. but I don't want no, to eat that. My name is not Dennis Buckles. My name is <laughs> oh. Mark Buckles. He, <laughs> is that what your dad yeah, does? He prefer, yeah, he'd prefer charred toast, charred popcorn, oh, my, charred marshmallows. Yeah, my grandma loved her hot dogs burnt to a crisp. I remember that was. Her I, thing. I'll tell you, I probably prefer my hot dogs a little overdone mm-hmm. compared, but not the other stuff. Like burnt toast, all you can do is taste the burnt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just mm-hmm. not. That's why I don't. Yeah, really no, I'm with care you there. Uh, today is day number 16 of Where's Quacky. We will award day number 15 winner. Uh, Quacky spent the day at the playground at uh, Clarkson Ballpark. At the, what's the, is that the, actually the Marshall uh, Playground? Or, so I, I know it has a particular name, but it's a uh, playground at the uh, Clarkson Ballpark there. Quacky spent the day on a bee on Friday, so... Of course, he's in Clarkson. Yes. Right? So he's got to be on a bee. Birds, fowl, birds and bees right there. Uh, quacky and, and a bee spent the day. And Tracy Wilson is one of the many people who knew that. Tracy now has her own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta, which is one week from today, and she gets a K105 T-shirt as well. Tracy could win $1,000 on um, Labor Day because she has a duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta. Now, here's day number 16 of Where's Quacky. If you've been playing along, you might have a, um, you might have a, if you've studied all the previous 15 days of Where's Quacky, Mm -hmm. you might have a leg up on knowing where Quacky is today when, Mm -hmm. I can't say, I can't say too much. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. So where is Quacky spending the day today? There's also additional context in there. That I also uh, received a note from our dear friend Glenna yesterday that they are having a ceremony this weekend. I'll talk more about it later in the week, but they are having a ceremony on Flag Island at Nolan Lake this weekend. And to because it's 20 years that the uh, flag has been there. And you'll remember Flag Island or sometimes it was called Monkey Island has a plays a very uh, important role in the early days of in the know. So anyway, we'll be telling you more about that. But back to where's Quacky for today. Where is Quacky spending the day today? On our Facebook page, find the photo in the comment section. Tell us where, and we may be announcing you as the winner this time tomorrow. The Ducking Hunger Regatta, you can sponsor your duck at gc-alliance.com. They're only $5 each. Go to gc-alliance.com. Get your own duck. Or if, three. Or th- yeah, I mean, uh, 10, 50 bucks to get you 10 ducks. Ups your chances of winning money. Right. That's exactly right. I, I, all those ducks better be sponsored, or I'm blaming you. 
Yes, I'm looking at you. Me? If you felt like I was talking to you, then it was you. (laughs) It might have been you, Sam. It might have been someone else. I just said you. So September arrives day after tomorrow. And here are some of the things that you can celebrate, if you like. Chicken month, classical music month, honey month. That makes Uh, sense, doesn't it? Just because of what happens in September, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. They named honey month because of the honey festival. National Courtesy Month, and it's National Piano Month. September 4th is International Bacon Day. Gotta celebrate. Salute. Right. Such Saturday, Saturday? Yeah, okay. September 6th is, in addition to it being Labor Day, it's Fight Procrastination Day. Mm-hmm. 9-11, September 11th is 9-11 Remembrance Day. It's a big one. 20 years uh, since it happened. Grandparents' Day is September 12th this year, so be prepared. Fortune Cookie Day on the 13th. Uncle Sam Day is on the 13th. Uh There you go. I was thinking of famous Sams. Uncle Sam's pretty famous. Of course, Sam, you're pretty famous. Sam Eagle. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sam Rockwell. Pretty famous. Sam E. Sosa. Sam Smith. Mm. He's on Chart Toppers today. That's why he was top of mind. Normally, he wouldn't be there. National Play-Doh Day is September 16th. Yosemite? Yes. He, he may rival Uncle Sam in my mind. The patriot in me says it's got to be Uncle Sam first. <laughs> National Cheeseburger Day is the 18th. Got to love him. Talk Like a Pirate Day is the 19th. Pepperoni Pizza Day is the 20th. And uh, Hobbit Day is the 22nd. And many of you would like to know, because you'll finally get the green light to act like normal, September 28th is Ask a Stupid Question Day. <laughs> Isn't that just every day around here? For some. <laughs> for some, it is. Others, they're looking for the green light. They say, what, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people? Isn't that what I, <laughs> I, I saw that on a t-shirt somewhere. <laughs> uh, we talked a couple of days ago about what's a, a law or an informal law that shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And so I ran across a list of... What's an unwritten rule that you abide by? What is an unwritten rule that you abide by? Like, oh, I got the perfect answer. You do? Yes. All right, here's a couple to get us started. Assume anything you tell anyone will be repeated. That's good. I mean, you you know, like, you'll confide in people, but if you tell someone else, you at least have to be prepared that, Someone else is going to be told. Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone tells you something, there's a pretty good chance you're telling me. Correct? Mm, yeah. For the, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that's 100%, but... But 98% of the time, yes. Yeah. I figure it's higher than 98% because you get told lots of things, so that would even bring the percentage up. Always let, this is a good one, always let the people on the elevator get off before you get in. Yeah, that's an unwritten rule, but it mm-hmm. is a rule. Yes, please. Most mm-hmm. people that crowd the door, I'm trying to get off of an elevator. The people that crowd the door and they that's try and get one. on that's before you get off. Oh, I like to slap those people upside the head. Don't, don't touch other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Or just touch in general. You know what I need, Sam? I've decided I need one of those air horns. When people get in, people, person trying to get on the elevator before I can get off. 
I, I had a teacher that had an air horn when kids would fall asleep in class. <laughs> I would love to have one of those. My chemistry teacher, teacher needed that. <laughs> For you? Yeah. <laughs> Don't trust anyone who backstabs others in front of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if they'll talk about others in front of mm-hmm. you, they'll talk about you in front of others. If in doubt, shut up. Amen. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> if you're uncertain. <laughs> <laughs> I abide by that one a like, lot. Like Rick Burgess <laughs> said this morning, <laughs> like one of the things he'd been trying to teach the tattoo community, less is more. <laughs> Sometimes when speaking, less is more. Uh, never make eye contact in a public bathroom. Mm-hmm. And be yeah. be kind, if at all possible. Some mm-hmm. unwritten rules. Sam, you had one, you said? No, well, kind of in the public bathroom, the urinal rule for guys. Oh, proper space. Yep. One in between, only exceptions after a movie and at a sporting event. <laughs> after a movie and wow. at a sporting event. All right, you got some very finite rules and exceptions to that, I noticed. Well, so I mean, it seems pretty listen, well thought you, out. At, at sporting events, you you got no choice. Yeah, that's true. If you want to go, mm-hmm. you just got to uh, toughen up. <laughs> that's what I was. Uh, according to Fox News, after a Delta flight from Detroit to Fort Lauderdale... A Spirit Airlines passenger literally wanted a smoke after her flight landed. The plane took almost an hour to get to the terminal gate. And during that time, a woman whose name wasn't released lit up a cigarette. The incident was caught on video and went viral on social media. Another passenger said the woman even blew smoke in her face. The police were called and approached the woman who, in the video, appeared to be sleeping. What, me? I don't know. I've been asleep the entire time. But she'll end up. On the show, fasten your seatbelt at some point in time. Uh, Listen, all the stuff, all this foolishness that people are doing in air travel, you get, you deserve all of the grief and all of the punishment Mm -hmm. that is coming your way. Just Just be good people. Just act like something, right? We all are getting hassled by that. So do something different. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Today's water cooler question. Your chance to win. It's coming up here on In the Know. Did you know, of the 31,354 different words used in Shakespeare's works, 14,376 were used just once. Did you count those this morning? Yes, I did. I stayed up. I stayed up all night calculating those. Mm-hmm. I think uh, words. Uh, I don't know if he used them more than once, but I think that uh, Shakespeare gets credit for in or creating the word nerd. I think that's right. Uh, there are some others that Shakespeare gets credit for that weren't words before Shakespeare, but <laughs> he he coined them and they and they stuck, and so we still use them today. So good job, oh oh Will Shakespeare. Uh, I was going to say keep up the good work, but that would be a bit of a challenge for Bill to keep up the good work. Um, So keep on rocking in the free world. I don't know. Here's today's water cooler question. 
It's your chance to win. You're going to get a bonus day to visit one of the theme parks this weekend. So your choice of Holiday World, Kentucky Kingdom, or Beach Bend. If you have not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win by texting the answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Here's the question. In a survey of school kids, what did they say their favorite was their favorite part of summer? In a survey of school kids, what did they say was their favorite part of summer? 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Text the answer. In a survey of school kids, what did they say was their favorite part of right? summer? In summer. Honey, are you watching Manifest? I am. Good news. It's been saved by Netflix for a fourth and final season after being canceled. Oh, okay. Well, I actually just downloaded the second season okay. this morning. Well, so. you'll get a couple more. They've been canceled by NBC earlier this year. That is the second time. Like, they did that with Good Girls as well, I think. Or maybe it was vice versa. But there are a couple other shows. They did it with you on Lifetime. Netflix saved it. Which and I saw season life. three they announced today. Oh. That thing's weird. Well, and this one is also weird. I'll it just is. tell you. I mean, is a flight crash? Some type of plane crash? No, there's there's not a crash, but it is. It's odd. Oh, flight eight twenty. It involves a flight. Yes. Okay, I got it. But not a crash. It, it's odd, but I've watched so many episodes that it's more about the characters for yeah. me. So it's not like Lost. Well, it has a hint of Lost. Really? Well, it. there was a. Uh, Okay, I got it. It's just weird. That's what made me think of it about a flight. You know, well, you mentioned yeah. weird and lost. Lost dives down into that. I've never seen Lost. I never watched Manifest a single episode. Manifest is weird. Of, of, I remember, of, I've only seen a little bit of Lost, but I just remember my grandma getting angrier and angrier because it was one of her favorite shows, but she hated how weird it got. <laughs> okay, I got it. Carol Baskin has sold Joe Exotic's zoo under the under a really significant condition can't be sold back to him it can't be a zoo again for 100 years so she sold the sanctuary but she said the condition is it can't be a zoo again for 100 years basically putting it to an end is there a difference between a zoo and a sanctuary then in that uh well i i, I would hope that whoever was representing her got all the loops yeah, the loopholes just... closed i guess they could do it privately she just basically was not trying to extend the life of this in some way by the way, we've not yet received the correct answer. In a survey of school kids, what did they say was their favorite part of summer? Was this your favorite Text part of summer? the answer to 27. This is still my favorite part of summer. 270-259-6000. Oh. Text the answer. 270-259-6000. The NFL players reportedly have hit 93% vaccination rate. Listen, Roger Goodell read them the riot act. They basically said, if you're responsible, you're then going, yeah. you're going to be responsible financially. You know, you're not going to get paid. You're going to be on the hook. I don't know how they'd enforce it to the hot dog guy who doesn't get to work that week because your team didn't get to play on and on and on. And so 93 out of every 100 NFL players are vaccinated. You think that number is high? No, I think it's, I, I'm surprised it's not higher. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I think I there's know. a lot of. I mean, a lot of these teams pretty much said, "Okay, 
Oh, pull up your shirt. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> right now. You don't really got much of a choice. Kanye West is claiming, or do I have to call him by his <laughs> name, his new name already? Or is it okay to still call him Kanye? Or if mama call him Kanye, I'm going to call him Kanye, okay? You can call him whatever you want. All right. He is unhappy with the release of Donda. He says Universal released it. You can't keep... Have, have you listened to it yet? I have no... I was, uh, I was, again, I was super busy weekend. I showed you the pictures. <laughs> well, it's only about 46 seconds long. It is? Yeah. Donda is. Oh, okay. And then he was mad because Universal removed one of his songs. So he's been trying to do these listening parties where he's charging people to come. He's not charging them to buy the album. He's charging them to come listen to him, listen to the album. Mm-hmm. Thinking only Kanye West can yeah, get by, can get by with that. There are some pictures, even his, you know, I don't know if they're officially Splitsville or not, but Kim Kardashian West shared uh, what uh, shared Kanye's new album in some photo posts. But people were quick to know that in the photo post that she's showing, the volume is turned down where she's really <laughs> not listening to it. So they're like, ah, yeah, I mean, people will really zero in on. <laughs> So it's a paid endorsement. Listen to Kanye, buy Kanye's album, but I'm certainly not listening to it because I got my speakers turned off. That's pretty good. I got it. I must. uh, Yeah, that is pretty good. And then saddened to learn yesterday of the passing of Ed Asner, TV's blustery Lou Grant, has passed at the age of 91. You may know him from Up. I still am mad and I still got issues with that movie with Disney about Up. It's a great movie. It shouldn't make you cry in the beginning. And uh, he also is Santa and Elf. Yep. Classic role there, but played Lou Grant. Now, from the Mary Tyler Moore show, only Betty White remains. Rapper and bubble rapper. So wow. we lost Gavin McLeod. We lost uh, Floris Leachman. We lost Mary Tyler Moore. Ted All Knight. recently, too. All recently. And now Ed Asner has gone on in. So somebody check on Betty White. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Miss Buckles, I'm going to have to defer this to you because I think you're oh, the dear. only authority. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think Sam's opinion on this is going to be <laughs> as appreciated. Aren't yoga pants just push-up bras for your butt? <laughs> I wish, but sort of. Okay. I, is it also safe to say? Is there an unwritten rule that you should have to ask someone? Before you can wear yoga pants. There are some people that they don't got that. Fair enough to say? That is fair. Mm-hmm. But um, is it because they lack having a good enough friend that can tell them, oh, honey? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But if you have the, the self-confidence to yeah. rock that, okay. do it to it. All right. But it's clear some people are determined to... Um, it's like they're doing a scientific study on the structural integrity of yoga pants just to see if they can distress them to the point of failure. Yes? Um, sometimes I've seen that, yes. <laughs> I'm not lying. You're really putting me on the spot here. <laughs> I, 
Listen, you're. I'm just sitting over here, not. This my head. is your. I'm not saying anything. This is your wheelhouse. This, well, I'll wear them. Sam but... and I aren't experts. I just. Nope. Nor am I going to try to be. <laughs> if your number ends in eighty nine eighty seven, you knew sleeping in uh-huh. was the correct answer in the water cooler question. I got that one. Yeah, sleeping uh, well, in. Well, sleep was my first answer, so. Sleeping in. That's always my favorite part of summer. It's my favorite part of fall. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Pick of... a season. Touche. <laughs> Pick a month. Whatever. All right, on television tonight, on HBO, Letitia. It's a series premiere based on a true story. After a missing 18-year-old, Letitia's family discovers her abandoned scooter. A local repeat offender emerges as the prime suspect. Police reconstruct Letitia's final moments. Is this uh, a documentary? Or I a... guess. It, it seems like. But, well, it's based on a true story, so I don't. I guess there's some of it might be fictionalized or uh, modified in some way, but it's a series. Season one finale of Housebroken on Fox and the season two finale of Duncanville on Fa- Fox. That's an adult animated TV show. Okay, yeah. I watched like one episode of it. Okay, no thanks. I'm out on that. I'm hoping, I, don't, I haven't looked ahead to see if the Yankees play today. They may be off making their Reds, way back from Reds Oakland. Reds and Cardinals today. Reds and Cardinals, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's a chance I may see the Reds and the Cardinals on Wednesday. I, had a, I heard a rumor does. about that. Yeah. Um, maybe if the, it depends on what the weather chooses to do, those, those, uh, darn Yankees, they, they could only manage to win 13 in a row for the first time since the sixties. And then now they've lost two in a row. And now here's where they lose 13 in a row. And I'm hoping they're... it's not a, I'm hoping it's not a mirrored streak, but it is now a streak at two in a row. I mean, listen, since you all have Anthony Rizzo, I personally hope you all never lose, win another game, but that's Wiz- just me. Wizzo. All right. Here's today's <laughs> highlight in history. This date in 1967, the Senate confirmed the appointment of Thurgood Marshall as the first black justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. Ty Cobb made his major league debut for the Detroit Tigers this date in 1905. The Late Show with David Letterman premiered on CBS this date in 1993. It's weird without having him on there still. And he's been retired for, what, seven years probably? Yeah, it's been a while. Actor Ben Jones is 80 today. I think actor Ben Jones was Cooter on Dukes of Hazard, Or uh, as Ted Lasso called them in this week's episode, the Earls of Danger. <laughs> Listen, there are so many good one-liners in Ted Lasso, and they happen so quick and without... <laughs> Without laugh track or yeah, anything, right. that they're hard to. I eventually, I'm going to have to go back and watch Ted Lasso just to pull out the one-liners yeah. that they don't mm-hmm. even pause to mm-hmm. let ruminate. Mm-hmm. Like when he says, hey, "Get on in here and do that," or "Did you want to do that Dukes of Hazard style?" And then he says, "Or as you all call them, the Earls, the Earls of Danger, or the Earls of whatever." <laughs> and so that's. But I don't. I can't even catch them all. But. Happy birthday. And apparently he was also in the House of Representatives. For yes, he was. He served as a legislator. That's right. Cameron Diaz is 49 today. Lisa Ling is 48. Fiona. And former tennis player Andy Roddick is 39. I thought he was older than that. We saw Just Go With It again over the weekend. Um, of course, you 
you probably don't remember, but we've shared. That's the first movie we ever went to watch together in the cinema. And uh, Brooklyn Decker was married to Andy Roddick. And at the end, after she and Adam Sandler don't work things out, they both love uh, sync. Mm-hmm. And they so they meet each other on the flight home from Hawaii, and she and Andy Roddick. And they uh, still are married. Yeah, as far as I know. I haven't checked today. I, w- I was reading his Wikipedia page a couple of day, a couple of weeks ago, and they but, were still married. But you've then. not checked today. No. Okay, so no. I mean, Kansas you were busy doing certain. Shakespeare. I was busy doing other things. I guess. <laughs> Seventeen ninety-seven. Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein, was born. Such, T- such a confusing book. Oh, it's a really tough read. Ted Williams was born in 1918. Oh, great player. Great player. Kitty Wells, born in 1919. I spent a lot of time reading Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. The the, the monster isn't Frankenstein. No. Frankenstein's the, the doctor. Right. Frankenstein's monster. Chubby Checker, number one in 60. Take him by the little hand. I like that song. I mean, if you're playing some of the older ones. It is hard not to want to move uh-huh. at the twist whenever you hear it. 1969. The Rolling Stones. The Stones are rolling. We sat here last week about uh, the drummer. Yep. His name Charlie, watch. The, yep. one, the one thing that I, uh, I the, maybe one of the biggest credits that I saw about Charlie Watts as a drummer, he didn't play one single note that didn't need to be there. His, and I thought, well, that's a good way to describe that. Like, mm-hmm. exactly what it needed to be and not anymore. Because sometimes drummers... Well, I mean, like here, he's just got a really basic... Mm-hmm. I mean, like Animal on the Muppets. Mm-hmm. He threw in extra stuff. He just didn't... <laughs> didn't Animal play the drums on the Muppets? It's been a while since yeah. I've seen the Muppets. <laughs> Oh, wow. Look Double at that, bit. two decades apart, or a decade apart. The Stones, still number one in 1978 with Miss You. They do have a lot of hits. <laughs> I like when he says, what's the matter with you, boy? Oh, and rocking one of the strongest hair games of the late 80s. Richard Marks, number one in 1987. The envy of all the girls who wanted to have hair like his. Have you all seen it yet over oh, there? Oh, I see it, yeah. It's, it's good hair. I don't have to see the screen. I know Listen, exactly had, what it looks like. He had, a, he had a Tennessee top hat and a Kentucky waterfall. All He had a four-story skyscraper on the top of his head. That's a lot of Aquanet. And then, oh, it was, it was just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it was the old waterfall. It 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 like scooped out in the bottom. Like it wasn't. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Is this one of the most famous little riffs in the beginning? You know, you just know it's, what it is immediately yeah, at I mean, the I first note. Probably "Sweet Home Alabama" ahead of it. "Smoke on the Water," yeah. but it's up there. From 1996, it's probably the most famous riff to start. Los, uh, uh, Los Del Rio and Macarena. I, the Tiger. I saw them recently on one of those Where Are They Nows. Did they? Los Del Rio. 
What did they do? They're just waiting for those checks to arrive. That's like they're spending every day just waiting. Is there a royalty check yet? No. Well, can't eat today. Mariah Carey, number one in 05. We belong together. And Sam Smith was number one in 2014 with Stay With Me. So they're your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom. If you are not willing to risk the usual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. If you are not willing to risk the usual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.